Welcome to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Senior Moments. Wayne and I are here, and we're waiting for our first guest to phone in. And our first guest is uh, the owner of Amigos Taco Shop yes, in town. Yes, the taco shop. Yeah, and uh, her name is Patty Knesvik, uh, but her maiden name is Thompson. Right. And from what I understand from Reg, Patty was quite the curler. Yes, I think she represented uh, BC at one point. Yep. Not sure. And and I know I dropped in to see her to pick up my supper, um, and it wasn't free. I have to tell you, I'm not picking it up because she's given it to me. I'm, no, there's no payola here. No, no, there isn't. Um, but on Tuesdays, they have, they have a special, and uh, you can get two super soft burritos. See if I ask today. And I think we have Patty on the line. Yeah, this is, uh, is this Amigos? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put you right on the air here. Hi, hi Patty. Hi, Patty. Hello. Hi, Sharon. How are you? I'm good. I know you're busier than heck. And uh, <laughs> I was just saying, I had dropped in and picked up my supper uh, today. And today is the specials. Today Perfect. is uh, Today is super soft taco. Uh, two, one chicken, one beef. That's every Tuesday. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, every day there's a special, but today is soft taco day, yes. And that the other, is correct. And the other thing is that you um, are gluten-free, and I know that I came in with a woman a week ago, uh, no, two weeks ago, and she had a special diet, and your uh, cook and you worked right around it and got her the, the food that she could eat, which I thought yeah, was really absolutely. good. Yeah. yeah, we do have several gluten-free options as well as vegan and vegetarian options. So there's definitely something for everybody and a lot of those items are made from scratch. So yeah, they the are. refried beans and the homemade Mexican rice, the salsas yep. are all very popular items. And the other thing, I don't know if people know, that uh, um, the shop was established in July 1984, so it's been um, oh. locally owned for 38 years. Uh, and, you know, I, it, I've become addicted to your uh, soft tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2024, actually, this July yeah. 16th, it will turn 40 years old. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's yes. really... And what... Uh, you know, when I started coming over, uh, people I would say to people, "Oh, I was over at Amigos the other day," and and someone would say, "Oh, are they still around?" And and then I would start coming to lunch at your place with people at different mm-hmm. times to have meetings. And now I know I look at you and you run off your feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am running off my feet. That is for certain. But um, of course, I'm being super friendly to our industry. Yes. Um, a kind of a challenging industry on a good day. Yeah. Anyways, with a tighter margin. However, with that being said, we're just so thankful that we do have our regular customers that make the effort um, to get into the downtown area. Yeah. And, and still support our business. So we're very appreciative and super thankful for that. And you're, and you're fully licensed? We are fully licensed, yes. We're restaurant primary. Yeah. So we, we don't do a whole lot of liquor sales, quite minimal, but yes, 
But we are, yeah, we are licensed. If someone wants a, a cerveza or something, you've got it there. Absolutely. And you're open from Monday to Friday from 9.30 to 7. Correct. And Saturdays from 11 to 5. And then you yeah. get a day off, eh? Yeah. We do. <laughs> I do end up closing um, the shop on all the stat days. Yes. Um, I good. usually have the phone forwarded just to give the staff a break. The, yeah. The staff that work for me almost all are full-timers, so... It's just nice to have those stat days off. Everybody needs a little breather, too. Absolutely. And I had um, one of your salads in uh, in the the edible bowl, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely delicious, I have to say. Oh, yeah. my goodness, they're my favorite. Yeah. I, I don't eat one every day, but I could eat one every day. Yeah, I could, too. <laughs> I tried to good, but they are amazing. The Yeah, the homemade edible bowl is made from scratch, and... I think I've shared with you before. We bring in all our produce. Um, we have a contract with Save On, so it's freshly cut, picked yep. and cut every day. So, yeah, yeah. So salads are definitely a home run. I would recommend them to everybody and anybody. The other thing is that you do sell um, salsa. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. And so it's your salsa that you make there. And you can have mild, medium, hot, extra hot, yes. super hot, and fire hazard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. we, we used to sell the fire hazard as well, and we just recently stopped just because the product to get the, and there's peppers in there from Peru. Right. The products to create our fire hazard are so um, <laughs> in demand right now and so hard to get our hands on. So, yes, we will always have the fire hazard here, but we have not been selling it. As off sale, so to speak. Yeah. But the rest of the sales, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can we talk a little bit about you? I didn't know about you and Victoria Curling Club. Oh, <laughs> were you in Victoria Curling Club? <laughs> no, but I, um, Reg told me that you had uh, gone pretty far in in <laughs> uh, competitive curling. Um. Yes. I curled as a junior and went to, uh, we did win a BC's eventually yeah. after, you know, losing several <laughs> finals. We, we, we did get to represent BC at a junior nationals and a very successful one at that. It was wonderful. I did move on to women's and I've been so fortunate to have similar experiences in the women's play. Yeah. So my first experience at a national level in the Scotties, I went as a fifth player with a team, Kessa Van Osh, out of Victoria. Yes. That uh, took me on, and it was honestly amazing experience. So once in a while I'll get calls from people saying, your name's in the Victoria Club. <laughs> You're hanging in the Victoria Club. What were you doing hanging out there? Well, you know, that was, and you went to the Hearts in 2014 yeah. and 2015. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think that's something that um, is very interesting to know about you. Um, because you're running a, a Amigos taco shop, but here you were in the hearts competition. I mean, being a, uh, a team player and having goals and wanting to win really builds character and losing. Yes, it certainly does. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there's highs and there's lows, but yeah. I continue to tell the, you know, tell the athletes that I currently mentor that if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. So. Yes. You're taking on something that not everybody chooses to do for a reason, but there's so much value in it. And I've met some wonderful, wonderful people, have built great relationships all over the country. 
and I'm thankful for my sport. It has given me, it has given me far more than I feel that I've given back. So I, I do continue to try to give back consistently. Right on. You know, and you ended up in the semifinals in Quebec. And, and was that in Montreal or in Quebec City? Uh, that was in uh, Trois-Rivières. Oh, yes. So it's a community just outside of Montreal. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that must have been a nice experience. Not too many people have been to Quebec, and I always encourage mm-hmm. people to go because mm-hmm. it's a whole different culture. And mm-hmm. and Quebec City is something like from the 14th century in the mm-hmm. old, old city. Yeah. And, and so I think, you know, and for me, um, team sports or just competition – in any kind of way that you get involved in, like I said, builds character. You learn how to lose, and you learn how to learn from the loss, and, yes. and you take that with you into yes. your your life. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's certainly an amateur sport. Nobody is out there curling uh, for a living. No. I can tell you. So it's the passion for the game that keeps us playing. Yeah. You know, at that level, I no longer play at that level. Yeah. Um, it's my kids' turn to. <laughs> have to, um, yeah, their sport. Yeah, and now I get to support and yeah. whatnot. But it is—it's uh, really incredible where sports can bring you and, and what it can give back. But yes, the I, team building is a huge factor, and yes. and learning how to be. Yeah, I yeah. curled with the business girls in the Royal Canadian Curling Club in Toronto. Oh, wonderful. And got into lots of mischief and trouble with those women. I was the youngest one on the team. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, some of those women, this is back in the 60s, some of those women owned businesses in Toronto in the 60s. So you can imagine how, um, you know, intelligent and uh, they were mentors to me. Uh, it was really a great experience. Uh, but I got into trouble after we finished the games. We'd go out clubbing, and, uh, and <laughs> then I then I'd have to chase the uh, the go train because I lived out in the sticks uh, down the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I know. Oh my know. goodness! Yeah, it's really wonderful. Actually, I I believe. Um, so yes, it was a very good experience just outside of Montreal there in Trois Rivières, and we did get to experience a lot of that, but. When I did go with um, the Van Osh team, mm-hmm. ironically, it was in Montreal. Oh. And the very first curling club in Canada is there. Is there. Wow. Yeah. So there was some wonderful, wonderful history. We, we've got to throw rocks on in this building that is historic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So wonderful. I don't, think, I don't think people... Um, know a lot about curling like it's quite an old game mm-hmm. it sort of took the place of um, uh, lawn bowling you know like it's sort of like in the winter you did curling and in in the summer you did lawn bowling kind of thing <laughs> yeah there's definitely some history for sure yeah. and when you're speaking of women and in, in sport my goodness I, I could go on for hours um about the like amazing women athletes within our country yeah. and that continue to give back so much of their time and give to the sport. Yeah. Um, in fact, we're having a um, Academy of Curling here in Prince George coming up. Oh. And it's basically like Wes Howard, Marianne Arsenal, these world champions are going to be in our club putting on clinics for three days and they put on a brilliant academy. So for anybody that out, that is out there that would like to step a foot on the ice, there's, there's, 
um, a beginner program on the Friday night, more like an introduction. There's inter uh, there's intermediate mm-hmm. um, courses and whatnot plans throughout the weekend, but they have nothing but brilliant reviews with their Academy of Curling, and they have been giving back. They've been traveling all over BC to different clubs. And getting the kids... Running their academy. Uh, yeah. Uh, getting kids involved in it, because I think COVID kind of cleared out a bunch of stuff that we're trying to get people back interested in. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, one of the amazing things is that you made it through COVID. And as a small little business... Uh, you know, I think that that was amazing to me that you managed to pull through that. And then when I found out that you had this curling background and, and that you were an athlete, I was really impressed, oh, Patty. And, uh, and then to, uh, you know, to have this happening, I didn't know this was going to happen in, De- uh, is it happening in December or when? Uh, it is actually coming up this month. It's oh. October the 20th, I believe. Uh-huh. Oh. 2021 20, and 22. Yeah. And there's even team events. But uh, going oh. back to when the world was here, we actually did a women in curling um, seminar here and brought in a girls' rock program to try and introduce curling to several girls that had never tried it before. Uh-huh. And uh, from the ages of approximately grade 6 to grade 9 and 10. And, and we had a sold-out turnout. It was wonderful. Oh, great. Um, and then there were several several Canadian champions and world champions in women's play and a lot of our national champions from different provinces that came out to Prince George for that world and and were super inspirational to all the people here. It was wonderful. Really great. So we're working at it. Yeah. And then we also have two local curlers here in Prince George, um, Chris Moore and Wendy Copeland, that have taken on um, the, the Timberwolves out of the UNBC and have helped <laughs> create a university team. Oh, great. So we're doing, everybody is putting in the work to, you know, revive, let's say, yeah. the sport of curling. It has been down, and yes, COVID, COVID did some damage on a lot of businesses and a lot of sports, so, yeah. you know, why yeah. not? But, uh, yeah, so we're doing everything we can to... That's really great. Isn't that interesting? I would talk about curling today. I want to talk to you about Amigos, but when I found out about the (laughs) curling, and then we've got this big thing coming up this month. So that would be at the curling club here in Prince George. The registration is open for it. Okay. And, um, yes, like I say, there's like an intermediate one on the Friday night. I'm going to be there. Uh And I hope we can get a great turnout. And then moving on to the Saturday, there's full-day events and the Sunday, but um, there is also an open house at the PG Dawson Curling Club at that same weekend as well. So oh, cool. Hopefully we have a good turnout. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. we'll make sure that we uh, mention this. I'll look it up and and um, we'll get the information out and we can uh, mention it um, on the radio at different times. And Absolutely. Bring it. Yeah. You can check it out on my personal Facebook page, and oh, I posted cool. it on the PG Golf and Curling Club as well. So okay. Um, yeah, it's called Academy of Curling, and it's run by some real champions who do an amazing job. Good. Wonderful. Well, um, not only do you have a, a really good uh, restaurant, cafe, but you also have a history of uh, winning and curling, and now you're involved in helping keeping curling aware. So thank you so much, yeah. Patty. <laughs> well, if I could have done more winning, but like you say in sports, sometimes we do more losing than winning. But <laughs> yep. That's yep. okay. I loved every minute of it, yep. and, and I had a lot of learns throughout the years. Um, both like personal and 
and through sporting. So I appreciate you, Sharon, and I appreciate your support of my business. <laughs> You're very and welcome. And looking forward to continuing that. Yeah, well, I'll probably see you next Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling in on your busiest time of the day, Patty. Okay, Sharon, you have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now, we'll take a short break, and um, we'll come back. Uh, I don't know where our next guests are. I thought they were coming in, but maybe they're going to phone. Hey, world. This is Michael Franti. This is Kanan. Oh, in the dark. Gogo Bordello. Hi, I'm Natasha Atlas. Greetings. This is Tanya Stevens. Justin Adams. This is Steve Riley of the Mamu Playboys. Talvin Singh. You're listening to Free Range Radio. Steve Berlin. Cesar Rosas. We're from Los Lobos, and you've discovered music with no borders and no boundaries. This is Cal Cote. The best artists in the world come home to World Beat Canada Radio. Join me each week for a ride on the global side. World Beat Canada Radio, Monday night. At 8 here on 93.1 CFIS FM. Life Before the Pulp Mills from your Council of Seniors is a unique look back at the early years of Prince George, the Goat Island Swimming Hole and Pier, the Old Army Hospital, and making do during World War II. It's a look back using the words of past Prince George residents such as the Peckhams, the Ollingers, the Kirschkies, and others. Our city in the 40s and 50s and early 60s comes alive for just $20. Life Before the Pulp Mills, available at the new Council of Seniors Resource Centre, 1330 5th Avenue. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud, a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm, wind from the south of 20K starting this afternoon, a high of 14. Tonight, mainly cloudy, clearing near midnight, south winds becoming light this evening, a low of 3. On Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high again of 14. You're listening to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back, and our guests have been waiting for me. (laughs) I got too busy talking to Patty about curling. Anyway, our next guests are from Prince George Council Senior, and we have Wendy and Lindsay. And uh, I asked them to come and talk about the uh, Golden Age Tees, what are they called now? A golden age social. Oh, socials, yes. And I think we called them senior tees for a while, but I think some people didn't like the word senior, <laughs> which I am a senior, so why deny it? <laughs> yeah, so we missed the first one. I tried to get you in for the first one, which was October 1st, right? It was October 2nd. Second. Yes. And tell me, it was at the Civic Center. Yes. Yeah. So which all of the golden age socials take place at the Civic Center. Right. Yeah. And so they're partly uh, supported by the city and yes. CN Center. No, Civic Center. Right. Yes. Yeah. So tell me how it went. It went very well. Yes. It. The uh, Remax Core Realty, they were the host agency oh, for this. Oh, were they? Okay. And they did an, an amazing job. Everyone was, everyone was well-fed, entertained, <laughs> yeah, and they had amazing volunteers. Everyone just did a great job for me remax yeah yes. now uh, is that mcleod i think i think he owns it um remax but what was the the uh, treats i'm always interested in that <laughs> it's a lot of like uh deli meats uh oh yeah sliced cheeses crackers um and a lot of like squares to mini desserts right yeah it was really great they did a great job with the food and at the event they all of the volunteers the civic center is really great about helping helping the volunteers out and learning how to make the coffee and teas right and 
serving. Yes, yeah. serving and setting the tables. And yeah. yeah, so they they really put on a great spread for everyone. And yeah, it was great. I was very involved with that when I was um, on the board of Prince George Council Seniors. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started that. And Phoenix was the first one yes. that did it every year. And I loved going over there mm-hmm. and finding the musicians and getting people up to dance and, and mm-hmm. uh, have lots of fun. Um, and did you have a mu- musicians there? Yes, we did. We had, um, sorry, I'm just pulling up his name, uh, Dean, uh, I believe it was Dean Chandler. He oh. was, played acoustic guitar and did a lot of covers oh. of like, it's okay, it's oldies. 50s? Yeah, fifties, sixties. Yeah, because yeah, I remember the one uh, woman, me asking her, come on and get up and dance. And I knew that she'd had, uh, she was legally blind and she had, um, uh, really bad problems with her spine. Oh, she just wanted to get up and mm-hmm. dance. And so we did, you know, and then everybody started getting up and dancing. And I think we miss, and especially our age group, because I'm in that age group, um, you know, we did a lot of, Night, not nightclubs. There was dance halls that mm-hmm. we went to, yes, and got dolled up, dressed up, and and so I think that these are a nice opportunity for seniors to get out and remember. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And so that's the first one for October. Now these go from October to March, and we just added another date for uh, oh. June twelfth. Oh. Cool. For in honor of World Elder Abuse Awareness. That right. Yes, I, I didn't see that. That's a good idea. And our next event is on November the sixth, which is, I believe, a Monday. And we are still we are currently looking for still looking for a host agency for that. Oh, are event. you? Yes. Okay. Well, um, you know, the I don't know if the if Phoenix still does it. Yes, we've been in contact with a diff- with a few organizations, but just yeah. We'd just like to put it out you there. Haven't, we are still. Yeah. Haven't Come nothing on, set folks. in stone. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could have up to 200 seniors there. Yes. And, I mean, even, like, yes, 250. Maybe yeah. At our highest, you, usually, from what I've heard. Yeah. Because I am taking this over from uh, Cheryl Jacobs. Yes, right. Who has done an incredible job and has been so gracious and very helpful with mentoring you yes, and <laughs> with this first event yeah. with my first uh, golden age social that cool took place in october so yeah and so i i the thing is that all the seniors homes mm-hmm. and senior centers will bring people over there yes yeah. usually and our actually just to make sure that we have because a lot of for the last event a lot of people it's more of a drop-in situation okay didn't uh not as many reserved tables. So if you would like to reserve a table or seats, our phone number is 250-564-5888. Yeah. And you, yes, you can just ask for Lindsay and I will make sure to. To, put, to reserve a table yes, for them. It's, and it's free. I think yes, it is people free. People need to know it's free. So yes. there's music, there's treats, and there's um um, gathering together yes. and listening to wonderful songs from the 50s and 60s, maybe even 40s. I know some of the songs. Or even the, the 70s. Yeah, even <laughs> the 70s, yeah. Yeah. And um, and so that was your first experience. So yes. what was that like? It was, on, it was a, it might sound, I, it was a lot better than I 
thought it was going to be. I was really nervous. Yeah. It was, yeah, I just didn't really know what to expect, but it was great. Everyone was... Appreciative yes, attitude. And, yes, yeah. and our hosts, like Remax Core Realty, they were amazing. Yeah. They were really, they just wanted to put on, do a good job, and yeah. they did. Yeah. One of my worries was about diabetics. You know, we, I did, yeah. we have to be careful because, especially the men that I know who are diabetic, who will eat sweets even though they're not supposed yes. to. <laughs> and there are, like, sugar free alternative, like, we do have... We're making sure now. We have, yeah. Yes. It's not just sugary yeah. sweets there. Yeah. Like, um, and we do have um, non-sugar, like, uh, sweeteners. Yes. Yeah, right. Tea, coffee. Yeah. We do have those options. Because I'm, I'm noticing that some of the restaurants, like, um, uh, I was talking to Amigos today, and last week it was uh, Deb Ross's cafe over in the uh, medical building, and they are making sure that they their menu is, you know, for people who have restricted diets, they're making sure that that's available. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was a kid, you couldn't get into a restaurant if you were in a wheelchair. Mm. You weren't welcome. And they'd never had the dips in the road for a wheelchair to go down. Um, no wheelchair accessibility whatsoever. And now here we are being aware mm-hmm. and making sure, mm-hmm. you know, that we're not killing people with the sweets. Yeah. And we will have people there to assist for anyone who is not uh, yes, able-bodied for the Golden Age Social. We will do have people who, to assist, even to assist like, the care aides and bringing everyone in. So if you have, a, if, if you can only get in there through with a, using a wheelchair or a walker, you're not going to be left out and yes. outside. No, mm-hmm. there's people there to help. I know that um, the next one I thought was November 6th. Yes, it is. November yeah. 6th on Monday. And and then December 6th? Yes, and which is a Wednesday. February uh, 12th? 12th? Yes. And March 25th. And then uh, June 12th, you're yes. going to have a, a special celebration. Yes. It, you know, it's terrible that people, uh, seniors, are are uh, treated um, badly, mm-hmm. but uh, it's true. Mm. I had a friend who um, moved into her daughter's house and was locked in a room, you know, and nobody knew because you're with your daughter. You're not thinking, and I knew her daughter. I never expected her daughter to. And probably my friend uh, developed uh, Alzheimer's. And uh, and she had and she had been a nurse, and so I just really get upset about um, people being dependent on their family and being taken advantage of. Yeah, and there's many different ways that they do take advantage of people. You know, it's not just physical. There's financial. There's mental. Um, yeah, maybe even housing. Yep. Yeah, and taking your your uh, check to pay your bills, and so. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about what Prince George Council Seniors offers. There's quite a bit of um, programs that they offer for people. And do you you want to talk about that, Wendy? Sure. Um, So our main, our four core programs are Meals on Wheels. Right. uh, Better at Home. Yes. And people may not know, but Better at Home is a program through the United Way that helps keep seniors in their homes um, 
with some assistance. So we provide non-medical assistance. Right. So things like like housekeeping, uh, grocery shopping, delivering. We're mm-hmm. doing some friendly visiting now. Right. Um, friendly phone calls. We do friendly phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just checking it. Do you have a, a service now for... No, that's the friendly calls. And part of Meals on Wheels, I think, is checking on people. It's part, It's not like part of the job description. No. But you're, when you're delivering meals, you get to know that person, and you get to see yeah. how they're doing. And yeah, and that's with all our programs in some way, right? There's even says a five-minute contact. Yeah. Um, it could be daily. It could be weekly. Yeah. There's still that contact. Now, uh, there's been a change of Meals on Wheels. I see that you... It's nine dollars and fifty cents now, for for a, the basic meal. Yes. Yeah, and that's one meal a day, for Monday to Friday. Yes, and they select from a menu, so mm-hmm. they may not get a meal every day. It depends what they select. Okay. And then those that particular meal is delivered on, whatever day. Whatever they, day yeah. they And they want. can select from a menu the month ahead of time. Yeah. And even if they don't want the main, mm-hmm. they can still order soup and salad, or soup and a fruit plate, or all soup, salad, and fruit plate. And, um, oh, let's take a short break and then we'll come back and talk more about Meals on Wheels because I think we need to sort of talk a little bit about it, um, the cost and the contract. Minds in Motion is a weekly program provided online for people experiencing early symptoms of dementia and their care partners. Each session has a 30-minute fitness video followed by 45 minutes of social time. Sessions are offered Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 10 to 11.30 and Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 1 to 2.30. For more information or to register, call the First Link Dementia Helpline at 1-800-936-6033 or email info.helpline at alzheimerbc.org. Are you afraid of the dark? Find out October 24th at the downtown branch of Republic Library with a night of creepypasta. It'll be an evening of scary stories read aloud, making your own creepypasta characters, and sharing your own favorite legends. Snacks will be provided, but do be careful peering into the darkness. It may peer back. It's a free drop-in event for teens, and you're invited to come in costume. A night of creepypasta, October 24th at the downtown Public Library from 6 to 7.30, if you dare. You're listening to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back with uh, Wendy and and Leslie from... Uh, Lindsay, sorry. <laughs> Lindsay from uh, uh, Prince George Council of Seniors. And we were talking about Meals on Wheels. And, um, and that's an important service for seniors who... Well, it's just for people. It, is it for seniors mostly? It's for seniors. Yes. Yeah. And uh, um, there's a... And, uh, highlighted, it says that uh, there's a non-refundable uh, pay- prepayment of $95 is now required. And uh, I just wanted to make sure people knew that, that they're not going to walk in and be surprised. Oh, what do you mean $95? Mm-hmm. And we may as well just say that now. Um, the other thing, that's 65 plus. 65, age 55 plus, plus. okay. Then better at home, that's uh, keeping people... uh, In their homes. In their homes. With some assistance, and that's also 55 plus. Yes. Um, There is a fee for service um, for the housekeeping. Oh, yes. um, But it's based on income. Okay. So lower income seniors... Yeah. Um, can also use the service, and yeah. it's heavily subsidized by United Way for yes. that. Yeah, good. 
And then you have housing and community. Navigator, which is my role. Yes. So um, I assist seniors looking for housing. Yep. Um, help with applications, how to do a search, um, and trying to connect them with other resources. Yeah. And then on the navigator side is basically um, if someone else can help them, I do a lot of forms for the government, right. phone calls, yep. and just general inquiries about different things. So, Well, the thing is that my age group didn't grow up with computers. We had um, typewriters that you had to punch hard with your fingers. <laughs> and so a lot of people are are having difficulty with the new phones and all the systems. And now the government wants everybody to do everything online. And my thing, and, and if I was on Prince George Council Seniors, and if I was on the board, I would ask them to start abdicating to the government to provide a computer or phone for every senior that they expect to be going online. I think their expectation is you can go to their office and have a computer or a phone. <laughs> but you're right. Everything is going online. Yep. So that's what's a good part of my job yeah. is helping people with the online totally. side yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, I, uh, the reason why I say that is because when I was president of BC Yukon Society of Transition Houses and the government started using computers, I said, if you want us to use them, you have to provide them. And so the government provided us with the funds to purchase computers for each transition house. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they could do it for every senior. Well, <laughs> I think we're going to come to the one barrier. Seniors, some seniors don't even want to learn. I know. <laughs> so, I know. Well, I was one of those. I had yeah. to learn because but, of my work. You know, that's what we're here there for, yeah, to help ex- them with that. Exactly. And one other program we had, though, was the Family and Caregiver Support. Yes, that's important. That's really important. So yeah. this is a program um, for people who are actually giving, or generally the primary caregiver to a person. It yeah. could be a friend. It could be a family member. Um, and that caregiver does not have to be a senior. It can yeah. be anyone who's, that's right. who's looking after someone. Yeah, and you give them a break. Give them a break. Give them someone to talk to. Give them resources. Um, if it's outside the realm of the of, of the program coordinator, yeah, he can connect them with someone. So you know, it's so sad to see people as they're in long term marriage and like sixty years. I had a friend who was married for sixty some odd years, and they knew each other all of their lives. They were neighbors, and uh, at, you know, at the end, she was killing herself by caring for mm-hmm. him, and she didn't want to put him in a home or care because he didn't want to go and we had to really talk to her about that you know you still have to take care of yourself Mm. like come on and so that's why your program is really important that's right support those people yeah um that are still taking care of others and not themselves you got to give them a break take care of yourself um and are you still doing um taxes we're still doing taxes, March and April of each year. Yeah. Uh, we still have the Christmas hamper program. Yes, that's important. Yeah. And what about volunteers? Do you need volunteers? We need volunteers. Especially for... Um, well, um, we're looking for volunteers for the uh, Better at Home program to yeah. help with friendly visiting. Yeah. Um, so that commitment would be about an hour once a week yeah. to visit a senior um, you know, have a cup of tea with them. Yeah. And uh, we also are looking for volunteers for the social line, yeah. which is calling a senior once a week. Yeah. Or a, a group of seniors. Yeah. 
Um, that's about an hour, two-hour commitment a week. Mm-hmm. And we need some people for our front desk. Um, yes. To handle the phone calls and all the walk-ins. And that's about a three-hour commitment a week. So the phone number is 56, I forget it, 564 And also, Lindsay just reminded me, our Meals on Wheels right. um, drivers. Volunteers, yeah. The drivers to deliver meals, and that's once a week, two commitment? Yeah, around that. Yeah. 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 And that's a couple hours also. And the other thing is you don't have to think that you're coming in cold. You'll get some mentoring about Different positions. Different that positions, you, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I had, when I was involved with Prince George's Council of Seniors, I had really a lot of opportunities for training mm-hmm. in different areas. And uh, and so don't think that you're not going to get mentored and you don't have to just try to uh, fake it till you make no. it. So I'm just no, show no, you because what to do. You know, ultimately it's about the, serving the clients. Yeah. So we want the best service possible. So volunteers knowing what their ex- job expectations are. Yeah. Um, there is a criminal record check to be completed. Yep, yep, that, that's necessary, and mm-hmm. people would agree with it. Well, thank you for coming in. I see my next guest is out there, and uh, we'll take a short break. And uh, So call and become a volunteer and help out the seniors. Thank the you. Prince George okay. RCMP Thanks. is reminding drivers to slow down in school zones. With children back at school, all marked school zones are 30 kilometers an hour on regular school days from 8 to 5. Also, don't stop or park on designated crosswalks, watch for pedestrians crossing the street, and always come to complete stop for a stopped school bus with lights flashing and its stop sign extended. These friendly back-to-school reminders are brought to you by the Prince George RCMP. The Alzheimer's Society of B.C. has social programs for people living with early-stage dementia and caregivers. Coffee and Chat is designed to help you meet new people, engage in social activities, and have fun. Full details are available online at alzbc.org slash coffee dash chat. Coffee and Chat, every second Thursday from 11 to noon. Register for an online session by calling the First Link Dementia Helpline at 1-800-936-6033. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, a mix of sun and cloud, a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm, wind from the south of 20K starting this afternoon, a high of 14. Tonight, mainly cloudy, clearing near midnight, south winds becoming light this evening, a low of 3. On Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high again of 14. This is Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hi, everyone. Um, so Prince George Council Seniors, they need volunteers for sure. I know that. And so um, give them a call or go on their website, 564-5888 or Prince George Council Seniors. And uh, and if you're a senior, then phone in and make a, a reservation to go to the next uh, Seniors Tea Golden Age Social on November 6th. Now I got Ron from... Uh, Ron's hole in the wall. Hi, Karen. Uh, hi, Ron. Thanks for coming in. You bet. And uh, we need to talk about what goes on in this building. Um, there's a few businesses here, and you have quite an eclectic group. <laughs> you have just about everything but the kitchen sink, but I haven't seen the kitchen sink yet. <laughs> Listen, if you want the kitchen sink, I'll bring it in. <laughs> okay. I'll bring it in. You just tell me if you want it single or a double. <laughs> I love that word, collectic. I've got a little bit of everything. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, Mostly DVDs, CDs, 
Blu-rays, books, 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 books. books, I I, I can go on with books all afternoon. Yeah. Um, A little bit of everything. Not only me, but we have several vendors here on on Saturday. Hey, you know, and uh, and they have everything from A to Z also. Yeah. Uh, soup to nuts. Soup to nuts. And so when, uh, so people come in and they, do they rent a table and space and bring their? Yes, they do. Yes, yes. Uh, um, if you don't mind me saying, we have the best rates in town. I don't want to um, uh, uh, mention other venues, eh, yeah. you know, but but we have very good rates. Eh, you know, you come and see me or come and see the general manager, Reg. Mm-hmm. We can set you up. It's um, if you're looking for a table, it's probably best to come in on a. Friday, one or two days before a Saturday, yeah. and, and uh, we can find out exactly what you want to vend, exactly what you want to sell, and we can set you up. Uh, I've been here probably a little over two years now, and we have never, ever turned anybody away. Right on. You know, we yeah. will always find a spot for you, you know, even yeah. if it's in some corner around the corner. <laughs> yeah, and with Christmas coming up, you know, you may have, uh, uh, I remember Judy, she was always making crochet things mm-hmm. and uh, she would be here every Saturday for for the radio station but she had a lot of talent in her she also took care of all the plants in here too and and I yes. think the plants miss her plus we, us we, we all remember Judy you yeah. know it was a terrible terrible morning when we woke up and heard about that yeah uh, Lil is looking after her plants uh, nice she's kind of taken over Judy's duties here Good. on Saturdays she looks after the plants Good. plants are doing well I they, thought they were Someone thanks. was loving them. <laughs> That's right. Thanks to Judy, you know, yep. she got them all going. Eh? You know, we all miss her. But yes, uh, Christmas we'll be having several vendors here for uh, for uh, Christmas items, mm-hmm. uh, um, along with our regular vendors. Eh? You know, uh, this past Saturday, the Thanksgiving long weekend, we had three brand new vendors in here. Oh, nice! They enjoyed themselves. Uh, we have a lot. Of, the camaraderie around here is fantastic. Eh? Yeah. You know? And they've all told me that they're that they want to come back. Good. You know, uh, next week and the week after that, all the, all the way up until Christmas. You know, so so uh, we're very lucky to get them. And uh, as I said, you know, like uh, as I said, they really enjoyed themselves here on Saturday. We had a big turnout on Saturday. Um, also, we had that function outside and 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 in all the other uh, venues around here. You know. Oh so, yes, that's right. It's it, it's the street. Closed down on Saturday. Closed down, that's right. Yeah, so come in and have a look. Because there's clothing, there's artwork. Um, and I, I was thinking about the St. Lawrence Market in Toronto that we might go into when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just started making me think about dill pickles for some reason <laughs> or other. Does anybody do that here? Do you no, have, no. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that. We were talking about that just last week or oh. two weeks ago. We were talking about hard-boiled eggs. And 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 oh, pickled yeah. pickles and pickled eggs, and pickled pickle. eggs and stuff. We were talking about were that, you? as a matter of fact. Yeah. Then, you know, and who knows? Uh, you know, maybe I'll talk to one of the vendors here that might be. Into, I won't do it. It's uh, you know, I'm well, kind it of a little Well, have to be a health thing. Oh, yeah. oh yes, oh, yeah. oh yes. It would have to be a food safe item. A you know, to yeah. have to be a food safe item, which all of our food people have. Yes, you know, that's one of our criteria here. If you want to sell homemade food or you know, uh, food food products. Uh, 
that you make, we require food safety. Yeah. Now, I I know, I think your place is really neat. You keep it tidy. Um, The books are almost like going into the library. You've got those all straightened out, right? Yes, yes. yes. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, when I was a kid, there was a guy who drove a, a wagon that would come out to where I lived. <laughs> and that's what you remind me of, Ron, because he he picked up everything that you wanted to trade, yep. and you could trade with him whatever he had on his his uh, his uh, cart. And I do the same thing. I know you do. <laughs> I do the same thing. It's just thing. you don't have the horse. Yeah. you got a, a, a V8. Never seen, I've never seen that in person, what you're talking about, but I have seen... Pictures about it, and you know, and and being told about it, yeah, uh, similar to the Ice Man. Remember yes. the Ice oh, Man yeah, sure. or the Milk Man? Yeah. Or the Milk Man, yeah. you know. <laughs> and 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 he would come out once, I think, once a month, and and then mm-hmm. we also had the man that pulled the the stone. Uh, and he rang a bell, and he'd sharpen your scissors and your knives. Oh, yeah, okay. And he, we were mm-hmm. outside the city, so mm-hmm. but they would come and walk up and down the street, yeah, ringing yeah. the bell, and when, yeah. women would come out with all their knives and get their knives and scissors <laughs> sharpened. Yeah. And don't forget about the... Um Vacuum cleaner salesman guy there. Oh yeah, him I mean too. he 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 became somewhat of a pain. That, yeah, that became a movie, didn't it? <laughs> became a movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what's your biggest selling thing? What do you think? Well, believe it or not, uh, DVDs have have are coming back a little bit. Uh, the last couple of Saturdays, I've I've sold and I trade. I do trade trades also on DVDs. Eh, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, if people bring um, if people bring bring me in DVDs. Not so much CDs, but DVDs yeah. and books also. I'll trade them one for one. I'll tell them, um, if they bring me, say, 10 DVDs, I'll tell them, you go pick out 10 DVDs. Generally speaking, they say, Ron, we, we're just house cleaning. You take them, you take them. <laughs> so, yeah. so I have pop and I have potato chips, eh, you know, and I tell them, okay, you grab a pop, you grab a bag of potato chips. Yeah, They nice. usually do that, yeah. eh, you know. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's usually one for one. I sell, you know, um, trade uh, uh, um, um, if you bring in five DVDs, I'll tell you to take out five DVDs. Yeah, if you bring in five books, books yeah. I'll tell you to take out yeah. five books. Uh, you know. Now, how did you get into this? Oh, my goodness, Sharon. <laughs> I've been, I was doing this when I was living in Vancouver. Believe it or not, I was the first one on my uh, on, on my block in uh, Vancouver to have a yard sale. Oh. This has to be back in the 70s, yeah. the mid to late 70s, eh? on 41st Avenue, just in between Victoria and uh, Knight Street on 41st Avenue. Yeah. And I was the first one on, and I had this yard sale one time. I had a big garage in the back of my house. <laughs> had a yard sale. I put one sign up. Uh-huh. Uh, um, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, that I fit on top of my van, a, a uh-huh. V-shaped sign. And they were lined up in the back alley. I, I, right, all day long, they were lined up. I was the first one. Isn't so that the following week... The following week, about three or four people on my block had yard sales. <laughs> and uh, so that's how long I've been doing it, Chair, and, since, and that was since the 70s. Eh? Well, and what did you do for a living? I mean, Oh, I was in construction all my life. I worked in construction oh, okay. all my life. So this is kind of a hobby. Kind but of just, a hobby. There, just to you know, kind of yeah. get rid of stuff. But that's you're right. getting stuff back, oh, so goodness. you never get rid of it. I have a big family here in Prince George, uh, my sister. Uh, myself, I've had, and I know a lot of people here. Uh, my, my my nephews, my nieces, mm-hmm. and anytime they want to get rid of something, they say, oh, Uncle Ron will take it. He'll take. Just bring it to Ron. Just bring it to Uncle Ron. So yeah. he'll take it. You should see my backyard. Recycle. <laughs> yeah. But that's. I mean, recycling is something that we did 
um, back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. never threw anything away. We nope. used everything. Nope. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would have been in 1970, I don't know, 74, something like that, that I went back east and went up to Halliburton to Grandpa's cottage, and we had a dump there. But there was no electricity. There was no way to get in mm-hmm. there without a boat. And, uh, you know, not the way the cottages are now. There yep. were, mm-hmm. And I went back to look in the dump, and the only thing that was there was crushed tin cans and glass. Mm-hmm. Everything else, the wax paper we used to wrap, wrap sandwiches in or to clean the stove mm-hmm. or to iron on leaves in yeah. the fall when mm-hmm. we go in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was no plastic. Like, mm-hmm. we were born before plastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, I guess times have changed now. You know, like, um, uh, uh, when I was working construction, I, I used to drive truck. I drove truck a lot, you know, and we mm-hmm. made a lot, and I made a lot of runs to the local landfill there. Oh, you know? yeah. You were and, one of those, eh? Yeah, and, um, <laughs> Uh, it was there's a lot of stuff in there right yeah. now, you know, and yeah. and thank God I think it's coming to a point where where society is starting to recycle more and more and more, yep. you know, yep. and, uh, you know, and it it has to happen. It you does. Know, it has to happen. Yeah, you know, it has to happen. So we're going to take a short break, yeah. and we'll come back and talk some more with Ron from Ron's Hole in the Wall. Work on the southbound Simon Fraser Bridge for Highway 97 is almost complete. But the bridge is still closed through October 30th. The northbound Simon Fraser Bridge is reduced to single lane in both directions to accommodate all Highway 97 traffic. The Department of Highways reminds motorists to obey speed zones and all signage around all construction zones. That's the southbound Simon Fraser Bridge still closed through October 30th as the Highways Department complete bridge deck repairs. The City of Prince George has volunteer positions available to sit on the Prince George Heritage Commission. The board meets quarterly, and board members take part in heritage-related projects throughout the year. Applications can be submitted through the Permits and Applications link under City Services at PrinceGeorge.ca, at the Legislative Services Division on the fifth floor of City Hall, or by emailing Legislative Services at PrinceGeorge.ca. The application deadline is 5 p.m. October 19th. You're listening to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back with Ron and we're reminiscing and we're talking about recycling. And I'm not going to encourage everybody to bring their stuff into Ron. (laughs) (laughs) I've got enough stuff for the time. (laughs) But I mean, it would be, if you're walking by, stop in because he's got a lot of interesting stuff. I just noticed our, our last two guests were out there looking at all the stuff that you've got hanging up there, the pictures. Mm -hmm. There's that beautiful drawing of the cougar. Yeah, you've got yes, it. I there. have some some real nice pictures. Uh, these are on consignment. I do a little bit of consignment occasionally, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've I've got um, about half a dozen really nicely framed pictures from some local artists. I would have to go and look at their names, but yeah. they're local artists and they're very very nice. Yeah, you know, and uh, they're on consignment, you know. So, but and uh, if you've got a bare wall. Yeah. And you want a nice painting? Of course, picture, come in and take, a look, in at it. And take a look. Because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. framed. Yeah, they're beautifully framed. Yeah, they beautifully really are. Framed, yeah, uh, that 
that cougar caught my eye this morning. Has yeah. it always been there? Yeah, it's been there for what the last three weeks. Okay. Three weeks. Okay. And I got something else that might catch your eye too. That that's on consignment. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Have you seen it, Sharon? <laughs> that's the boar's head. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. No. Oh, I have a boar's head, believe really? it or not. A boar's head on consignment. Today, oh, for heaven's sake! So um, <laughs> that's something. It's 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 pretty unique. Yeah. It's pretty unique. Eh? You know, it's uh, totally stuffed professionally and everything. Like oh. Oh, wow. So, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I've got, you know, and we were talking about um, how long I've been doing this. I was also up in the Hard Crown Banquet Hall up there for uh, uh, close to seven years. Oh. Up there, you know, where the old uh, Hard Highway School is. Yes. Where, you know, we were up there, but we had to shut it down, I guess, uh, when uh, when COVID hit oh, us. Oh, yeah. You know, when COVID hit us there, you know, and then it was... It changed hands, eh, you know, so it's yeah. not there. There's a couple of other businesses still in that building, eh, you know, but I went for, and before that, I was on 4th Avenue. Oh, so, were you? So ever since I moved to Prince George here, I've been in this business. <laughs> I've been in this business. Yeah. I had to keep myself busy. Well, I retired. I retired about 20 years ago. From, oh, okay. From, I retired after my wife passed, eh, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we bought some property here a long time ago, so then I moved up here, eh, you know, and... Uh, I, I would say within a couple of months after I moved up here, I started to put my yard sale sign up. That's how it started. Oh, eh? boy, oh, boy. And then it just went went all the way up to the uh, community center here. Eh? But I, yeah, and I do remember a bunch of um, women friends of mine when I was living down in Quinnell. And the weekends, they they called it yard sailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, they would pick up stuff that reminded them of something, <laughs> and I think yeah. that's what what happens with uh, uh, secondhand or um, recycled goods, used yeah, goods. That's right. Like a friend, that, you know. a, a, a friend of mine had a place down in Vancouver called Good Junk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it was uh, down in Vancouver. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we do like to go and reminisce, don't we? Oh, definitely. Every time I think about yard sales, when I talk about yard sales, I think of my wife and I think of my mom. Oh, yes. Uh, my mom passed away in the late, in 1998, eh? But I would take them yard sailing on a Saturday <laughs> or a Sunday, eh? You know, you know uh-huh. we go around Vancouver yard sailing. Wow. And uh, we would see a yard sale half a block away, you know, and they would say, oh, let's go to that yard sale. Okay, so even before I stopped, the door would swing open. <laughs> out goes my mom. Out goes my wife. And my mom had two canes. She'd be hobbling oh, over to the yard sale oh, trying to meet my wife. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I never, I never, every time I think of yard sales, I think of them too. Eh? You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know, they're trying to beat each other to the yard sale. Yeah. You know, to, to have the first one get the best yeah, deal there. Yeah, you know? exactly. A contest. <laughs> a contest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think it's important uh, to have a business like yours. Uh, we've got our, our dumps. Like that saying, one man's garbage or another man's treasure. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, and it's true. I Mm -hmm. mean, I took quite a few things from my grandfather's garbage dump, and I've got these beautiful uh, bottles that were whiskey bottles Mm -hmm. that are blue. I've got several of them here too. Yeah, and purple, Mm -hmm. and. Uh, even an old Vicks bottle, it was yeah. in glass. Yeah. Everything was yeah. in glass mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, medicine bottles, That's you know, right. that are mm-hmm. green color. Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. they were in that dump for, I don't know, 50, <laughs> yeah. 60 years. And my brother-in-law, he's passed now, 
that's that's what he did. I mean, he uh, uh, he was retired also, but he just wouldn't. Nowadays, you can't get into dumps or the landfill. You can't you get can't, in there. No. Can't, but but back, you know, 15, 20 years ago, ten years ago, you could just go in and kind of look around. Yeah. And he hunted for bottles. He yeah. had dozens of old old bottles there. You know, and there was a market for them. There is. There, I have a, a book at home them. that yeah. has the yeah. price that you could get yeah. for these. Yeah. 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 And by the way, I do a lot of uh, um, I. I take very, very little stuff I take to the dump. Usually I pass it on. Yeah. I donate lots of books, lots of DV, lots of clothes. I donate to the, to the various charities around here in Prince George. Good you for know, you. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, stuff that I can't use or stuff that's been sitting around for yeah. a while. Wow. Yeah. It's time, it's gone. It's, it's time to Salvation get rid of it. Army. Salvation yeah. Army. Yeah. St. Vincent de Paul. Yes. Places like that. Hey, yeah. You know, you know, I donate them. I, you know, I take five or six boxes of once or twice a month to these places. Right you know? on. Because, so. you know, we have quite a, yeah. uh, a challenge with pe- uh, people that are homeless mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And winter is coming. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and, and and outside, too, I give lots to, you know, I yes. just gave two coats away. I think last week I gave two coats away to two street ladies walking up the street. They had blankets wrapped around oh. them. So I went out there and I said, excuse me, ma'am, there, you know, here, I've got two coats I want to give to you. And each one of them took the coat and they said, thank nice. you very much. Yeah. And pop and water and uh, coffee. Yeah. You know, if they come in, if they want something to drink, if they can't pay for it, you know, yeah. you know I give it to them. Yeah. I give it to them there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I believe in that paying it forward. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm every day. I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so am I. I'm, I'm retired right, right now, and I don't do this for the money. I do yeah. it because uh, I like to do it. Hey, you know. Uh, well, I, you're I mean, a people liker. You I'm like pe- people. <laughs> I like people. Yeah. A lot of people tell me I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's their issue. <laughs> That's their issue. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that you've you've lived a, a long life, and you've uh, probably learned a lot over the time. Yeah. People ask start asking why are we here mm-hmm. and I say to experience and to learn from it exactly, exactly. every day is a learning experience yeah. every, nobody is finished learning no you, you know that as well as I yeah. share yeah. you know, every day is a learning experience and so. and also it's also uh, being waking up and being grateful that you're still that you're able still, to breathe it's still, you're still above not below <laughs> exactly uh, yeah that's for sure and so on, on Saturday Saturdays, you're pretty busy, and yes. you have. I know that I've been in on Saturdays. You have quite um, a selection mm-hmm. that people could come in. So if you're coming down to the market or coming down for walking down Third Avenue when all of those tents and people mm-hmm. are out, drop in here. Drop into the community center. I'm not the only one here. Uh, we have. Uh, on on an average, ten to eleven vendors here every Saturday. On an average, yeah. you know. So, and as I said, we have everything from A to Z. You know, we have chocolates, we have jewelry, we yeah. have coins. You yeah. know, we have that's coins. right. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, uh, baked goods. Yeah, you know, baked goods. And just like I said a little while ago, you know, everything is up and you know, you yeah, know, above health. Yeah, uh, um, above. Um, above board, so yeah. to speak. There, you know, yeah. everyone's got food safe involved. And so you have a a, a whole rack of coats yep. sitting yep. out here. Yep. We have winter coats, by the way. We have winter clan at a very, very reasonable price. All of my, I have two ladies working for me mm-hmm. part time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they clean and they sanitize all of my. 
uh, garments, clothes, all like of my garments, garments all yeah. of the clothes, the sweaters. They wipe it down and then they sanitize it and then they fold it nicely. There's no buttons missing. The yeah. zippers all work and everything. Yeah. And they're at a very reasonable price too. You know, so. so we got to wrap it up, okay. Ron. I want to thank you for helping me out today. Well, thank you very much, Sharon. And uh, and thank you for having such a lovely mm. little dog named Blondie. Oh yeah, Blondie's <laughs> our mascot. We can't forget Blondie. No, She's no, our we mascot. Can't. You come no. here and you're going to meet Blondie. That's, that's for right. sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Tune in next week. Uh, goodbye. Senior Moments is a co-production of 93.1 CFIS-FM and the Prince George Council of Seniors. Senior Moments is produced by Sharon Hurd. Theme music is courtesy of Golf Brooks Music. Catch the rebroadcast of today's show tonight at 9 or replay past shows through the podcast at cfisfm.ca. You're tuned to Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM, proudly supported by community groups like Two Rivers Gallery, where creativity flows in Canada Games Plaza.